doing some dumb thing over and over and over again. You get caught into the stricture of what you're supposed to be and you have no other choice. You're finally molded and molded into what you're supposed to be. I didn't like this and I didn't like the eight hour job. I didn't even like the four hour job, even though I couldn't get it. So I decided I'd rather starve, live on the edges of nowhere, than do anything at all, than become anything labeled. So for 50 years, I was a scarecrow unlabeled, and now I'm supposed to be a writer. Yo. Wow, how do you even start one of these again? Oh yeah, okay. Yo, welcome to a new episode of So You Wanna Be An Artist. The only podcast that's for the artists, by the artists. Whenever I feel like I've learned something new. (laughs) If you're a, a new listener, usually I would say, you know, each and every week. But I've had a hiatus. It's been a, a little two-month hiatus. Um, so let's just break down what's been going on for the last two months and why I haven't haven't been doing this podcast. Um, I got to a point uh, where my head was so far up my own ass that I felt like I had I had a very good grasp of knowledge or of life or of love or of purpose or of all of those things and I felt like I don't I don't need to look for any more answers because I felt like the answers that I had were sufficient enough for me to create something great for myself um, and then over that process of two months slowly but surely I've got more and more miserable um, more and more uncomfortable more and more dissatisfied more and more unhappy um, more and more selfish also um it wasn't if it wasn't for like a few messages here and there of people that I care about and who obviously care about me kind of telling me how it is um then maybe this episode wouldn't have happened so shout out those people who gave me a nice slap around the face when I needed it um uh uh, uh, uh over the last two months Bon Iver's dropped a new album great fantastic brilliant changed my life and he has a lyric that says who's agonized and gnawed through it all who has chewed through the fat of life who ha- who has fully got an understanding of it and and when i heard that i was sat i was sat there and i was thinking wait i feel like i have but here is a man who's like who is a man who i respect and admire justin vernon a fantastic musician and just human being in general but here is a man who I look at who has some kind of uh, of grasp of, of what life is all about. And he is looking at me and saying, well, who who really has? Who's really gnawed through it all? Like, who who has completely um, cut the thread of life and and figured it all out? Like, who has unknotted life? Who has, who has managed to straighten the rope out and get all of the knots out? And the truth is, is that no one has, really and truly, because we're... It's been thousands and thousands and thousands of years of civilization, and 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 we still haven't figured it out, or or at least we're we're no closer to it this time around. 
so that was a reality check for me to be like, well, come on then, Kane. Pull your fucking head out of your ass because the answers are still out there. You don't have them all. And if you did, you certainly wouldn't be fucking miserable in a room somewhere um, wondering why why you're not happy. Um, so that was that. But also in those two months, I've, I've had life experiences that were very necessary. Um, things that I've had to go through to help me better understand what it is the fuck we're here for. So that's also been happening. It's like I haven't been shut away for the last two months. I've, I have been experiencing it and I have been learning. And those experiences are actually what is propelling me like closer and closer to the human being that I want to be. Um, like forget artistry, forget all of that stuff. Like it's it's these last two months have been the, the, the pulling back of the arrow. And now I'm flying through the air towards some kind of target which i have no idea what that is but quite frankly i don't give a fuck because the target is death i'm gonna keep flying until i die like and i'm when i land and i hit the target it'll be time for me to pass on to something else and change form into something completely different so what pulled me back what made me turn on the microphone again and start speaking to you like I am right now. What was the thing that made me realize that, like, you know what? Like, come on, really and truly, come on, get out there and start doing shit again. Um, and it's and it's a, a, a text message. It, it, there was a com- a bunch of conversations before, like with people like my mentor Phil and 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 all of those people. But it was a text message. That's on my Instagram. I'm not going to read it out because. I'm, I'm, there's too much to talk about to be reading it out. Actually, wait, on second thought, just listen to this back, and I thought I'd slot this in there. I am going to read the text message because it's too good not to be shared. Um, so this has come from a friend of mine who I met when I was in New York um, a couple of weeks or months ago or whatever. He said, No one has succeeded in bringing into life the love that they've wanted to. Jesus, Moses or Muhammad, whoever you want to look at as a character in history who's done their best to bring love and consciousness into the world has had very limited success and so will you. That is if you are looking for a result in your giving you will be disappointed. The only result you will have in your giving is your death. You will die giving and your choice is do you want to die giving, giving your gifts or still holding back because holding back your gift is true suffering. And when I read that, I cried to it, to be honest. I cried to this text message. You can find it on on Instagram. Thank you, Los, for sending it to me. Um, And the last, it was a big, big text message. And the last thing was holding back your gift is suffering. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Here I am, two months without an episode of the podcast with all of this new information. And I haven't shared it with anybody. I've shared it with the people closest to me, but for the most part, I've internalized it and tried to make me a better person with it. Like, oh, now I can make something like I uh, I, I, I fell in love and got hurt. Not hurt, but I fell in love and got and realized what love was. Um, and that hurt my pride or it hurt my whatever, my my wisdom, because I felt like I knew what love was. But really and truly, I had no idea. And the sacrifice that comes with it and the selflessness that comes with it. And um 
the, the not giving back that comes with it sometimes and what all of that means. So, um, yeah, and here I was thinking, no, I can write songs about it, I can write books about it and blah, 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 blah. But never once did I think to pass on the information to somebody else who may want to hear it. Um, knowledge without action is redundant. Knowledge without action is 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 cowardly. Because if you have all of this information and you're not sharing it to help other people, then you're a coward. What you do, you're selfish. That's where that's where selfishness comes from. And it's part of my selfless endeavor now to all information that I receive is to pass it on. Like for some reason, for some reason, I'm able to communicate things in a way that people can understand. Hopefully, anyway, <laughs> hopefully you're listening to this and not thinking, what the fuck is he talking about? But there's a reason why I can um, uh, paint a, a, a picture with words and help people understand and figure out their situations. So that's why I'm back and that's why the podcast is back and that's why we're marching forward together because knowledge without action is cowardly. That's how you live a coward's life, to learn and never apply. That's ridiculous. That's actually ridiculous. Um, Yeah, so if you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next... Fucking hell, where do I even go from here? Hang on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I remember. This is what I was going to talk about. I'm not... I haven't got anything written down because... I'm learning. It's part of this is a new part of my new pursuit. Is learning how to channel the truth at all times, how to channel those holy moments and not write shit down and not pr- plan or prepare. Like I just want to be in, in a constant state of arrival at all times because that's where the best shit comes from. When you're constantly arriving just like I'm here now ready. It's like I'm not going too prepared because I I am prepared. There's no need to prepare. I am prepared like I'm ready. To channel the truth and speak until I run out of breath, basically. And speak the truth and just be completely honest. So, let's talk about some moments that I've had in the last two months. First of all, yes, I've already spoke about this. Yes, I fell in love and it was the most life-changing experience ever. I learned how to love. I learned how to just love, like not a human being, not anything. Like I learned how to love a fucking tree, <laughs> I learned how to love music, I learned how to love humans, I learned how to love darkness, I learned how to love the wind creeping through the hole in between my jeans as I walk down the street at fucking four o'clock in the morning, I learned how to get out of the way and just completely love something else, I learned that through somebody else, um, a woman who I spent some time with and just gave myself away to and completely surrendered to and she was like all right cool this is it this is how you fucking love like here I am love me so I did that all of that shit it was fantastic one moment one defining moment that I can think back on is when she left our apartment for this was like a couple of days before I I left LA and flew back to London she left and deep down inside of me, I knew it was probably going to be the last time that I saw her. Just because of distance and life and shit, blah, 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 all of that shit. Like, I kind of had a feeling that our time was up. Um, 
and she left and I got back into the apartment after like putting her in the car and shit and she drove away, blah, 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 all of that stuff. There was nothing bad that happened. It was just like, all right, cool. There's a horrible feeling inside me. It's like, that I knew that this might be the end. So I got back into the apartment and I just sat at the desk and for some reason I was just like, had a mild breakdown and just started crying and was just like, I was so angry at, at love because I was like, why have you done this to me? What do you, what do you want from me? Like, I would fucking, I was cursing love out, I was like, bro, what do you actually want from me, like, it's like you're just giving to me, and you're taking it away, why are you going to do that to me, you piece of fucking shit, and I was mad, like, really and truly, I was mad, and for two months, I didn't understand why, and I would stay up every night, and I, I wouldn't eat, and I wouldn't sleep, and I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't help people because I was just so busy trying to figure out why something would give me something so profound and then completely take it away from me. Um, and that's, that was just the process of like, all right, cool. I've taught you how to do something. Like It's like stabilizers on a bike. I put the stabilizers on the bike and then for some reason, love took the stabilizers away and was like, now ride on your own. Like, prove it. You say you love, you say you know love, you say you can love. I'm going to take away your, your stabilizers. I'm going to take away your crutches. Walk for me. You were crippled. I gave you legs. First you had crutches. Now walk. Show me that you can walk. Show me that you've learned. Show me that you know love. And for two months, I fucking <laughs> refused that. I refused to get up and walk. I would lay there and I would stare at the ceiling and I would, I would, I would lay there and stare at the ceiling until I couldn't feel my own legs and I couldn't feel my own hands and I couldn't feel my own teeth and I wouldn't swallow. And it got to a point where I was just like staring up at the ceiling from the back of my head and I was just like, what do you want from me? Like, what the fuck do you want from me, life? Why am I here? Why am I actually alive if you're just going to torment me like this? And I was angry and I wanted to I wanted to smash things and I wanted to punch the ceiling. I wanted to fucking break stuff. I wanted to lash out. Um, and it was in that moment where I completely forgot that I even existed. And I was face to face with life. And I was like, fucking me and you now. Me and you fucking right now. Let's go. Like I was ready to fight life itself. <laughs> and there was no answer. It was completely silent. It doesn't give you the answers. You create the answers. It just gives you the information. It gives you the it gives you the research. It gives you the fucking papers. It gives you all of the knowledge. And you must conclude it. So I could sit there and I could lash out. And I could lash out forever. Or I could look at it and be like, nah. I'm fucking better than you, like, I am better than life, I am life, like, for so long, you chase life, you chase it so much, and you're just like, I just want to feel alive, I, I, I want to fucking feel what it is to be alive, like, I want to, I want to feel life around me at all times, and there was a moment where I was asking life, what do you want from me, and it didn't say anything, but life might as well have been screaming back, like, experience me, live me, fucking be me, realise that you are life, and then I had to look behind myself and realise that every second, every second since I've been born, 
death has been chewing at the ground behind me like every step i've i've taken death is right behind me like chewing it up like those big black fucking um balls in mario like the big bullets they just come and like chew all the ground up and that's what it was every step i was taking in front of me was being consumed by the something behind me and it was hot on my heels and was just like like i'm coming for you i turn around and i had the same confrontation with life and i had it with death and i looked at death and i was like I, you can stop so many moments in your life you feel like you can stop and you can be like all right take me take me death like consume me you're going to anyway like take me because you're drunk from the womb when you come out of your mother like you are drunk on life but as soon as you come out of that womb death is on your heels it wants you it wants to consume you it wants you to give up it wants you to to stop running like it wants you to stop running but what you have to do and what I learned in that moment was to turn around and be like you want me you have to smile at death in the face and be like you want me fuck you not today you piece of shit like you want me to to lose my focus and and lash out and you want me to punch shit you want me to break shit and you want me to hurt people and you want me to do all of that because while I'm doing that I'm distracted from moving forward which means that you can catch me which means that you can consume me which means that you can end me but nah not today not tomorrow when I'm ready when I'm ready I will go under the blanket and I will close my eyes and you can have me like I'm yours but until that moment you have to work for me like you have to fucking the same way as if you're pursuing love or you're pursuing you have to show me death you have to show me that you want to consume me you have to make this as hard for me as possible like what have you got to throw at me come on it's a game now like it's a game really and truly what have you got to throw at me because i'm i'm strong enough to take it all let's go let's fucking go and that's what it is it's 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 the that's the rumble in the jungle it's like i don't you turn around and you look at death and you you wink at it and you kiss you blow kisses and you lick your lips at it and it's like i'm not afraid of you i am life like i am the opposite of you and i am you i'm better than you like and until that day that you consume me and i give you don't even take me like death cannot take you you give yourself to death you're ready to give yourself to death like isn't that just the most amazing most profound idea ever that death chases you your whole life like it tries to make things as hard for you as possible and then one day you just decide to turn around when you're 80 and when you've had when you've when you've been life for long enough you turn around you look at death and it's like all right i'm yours i just throws it in a conflict that's like huh what wait what maybe that's where the idea of heaven comes from when you give yourself to death and when you go i'm ready let's go take me to take me that's when death's like fuck's sake and you're transported to some kind of heaven but it's when you fight against it that's when it drags you to hell and you become death you become you become death only through living life can you transcend death and you will just go to life in another dimension like but when you but you have to live a life of of living which means a life of giving which means helping people your gift wh- whatever your talent is whatever you excel at 
whether whether that's artistically or just in life just happiness just levels of happiness whatever you excel in it doesn't become a gift until it's been given a gift is something that has been given so it's been given to you now you must give to other people so all of these songs that are self-indulgent that are about yourself um why what what's the purpose there Unless you're doing it to be like, hold up a mirror and be like, I'm going through this. But there is light at the end of tunnel, at the end of the tunnel. There is the other side. There is the light in the darkness. And it may not be a lot of it, but there is light and that's enough. That's all you need to feel warmth on your face, to feel love in your heart. It's the smallest pinch of light. Because human beings, we're alchemists by nature. If you give me an inch of light, I will make the sun. Somehow I will figure it out. Even if it takes me my whole fucking life. If you give me a grain of salt of light. Somehow I will create the sun. And I will create the moon. And I will create LEDs. And I will create all of this shit. And that's just not me. I'm not saying me. I'm talking on behalf of all humans everywhere. All all great humans. All humans just in general. If you give me something, if you give me anything, I can make everything. And that's also been a process for me of learning like, fucking hell, pull your head out of your own ass, Kane. It ain't about you. It's never been about you. Like, it's not about you. It's about us all. It's about the common struggle. It's about the one thing that we have in common is that we're all alive We are all alive and we are all running from death. So, part of my mission now is to help people turn around, look back and be like, alright, I'm going to dance with your destruction, death. If you want me in between your teeth, I'm going to look at you in your eyes the whole time that you chew me. And I'm just going to say, keep going. Keep going. You better swallow me because I'm going to exist inside of you somewhere. Like, let's fucking go. And... That's a powerful thing, man. When you wake up every day, you have to do something that makes you forget that you're being chased by death. Something that makes you forget that you're dying at every second. Every second your life is being taken away. But when you live a life of love, when you are giving, when you are helping, when you are using your gift to make this world a better place, you're not dying anymore. You're living. You're not giving every second to death you're taking every second from life and you must give it back um that's that thing (laughs) that's one thing that's been going around my head for the last fucking two months really and truly um also thinking about like artists and artistry and um and and the, the best product that can be created and it's impossible. There is no such thing as the best product because the best the best piece of art is life itself. You are the best piece of art that exists. It's not about music. It's not about paintings. It's not about books. It's about the fucking human being behind it. This is a... If anyone here who works for a platform, if anyone has like a brand or whatever, forget about your product. Like, it's not about the product, it's about the people. So if you work for a music platform, it's not about the music. The, the, the songs, the music songs are not the most important part. 
the artists, the people behind it all, they are the important part. And if you start pushing the people in front of the artist, that's going to help them and ultimately help you. So if you work for a music platform or if you have any ideas for a music platform, if you're a, a director, if you're any of that, if you're anyone that creates, it ain't about the creation, it's about the creator. You have to bring out the human experience. You have to you have to show it in all of its glory to make people understand that it's it's worth being a human. Like it's bigger than just three minutes fifty. It's bigger than a chord progression. It's bigger than a melody. It's bigger than words. It's just the the state of existence. Like it, that's what needs to be promoted. The best album would be silence. The best vinyl ever, 45 minutes, side A, side B of just completely white noise. The best painting already exists in, in front of your eyes. The best painting is already there. You're just, you're just, when you're painting, you're just trying to capture something that already exists somewhere. As an artist, the greatest thing that you can do is stop. Like the greatest thing that you can do is stop creating because you can't create anything greater than what already exists. You can't create... You cannot be better than life itself. The greatest artists are, are the people who give up. Those taxi drivers with life-changing stories that make you realise that, oh my God, there's so much more to this than, than I thought. The young mothers who defer all of their dreams to raise kids and care for other, be like other people instead. Like the, Those are the greatest artists because those are the ones who never got, who never, who, who were, who weren't so self-absorbed that they stopped. They gave up for, for one reason, to care for someone, to love someone, to be happy. But that being said, for me, making art is not an option. Like expressing myself is not an option because that's just the only way I know how to help people so far. I'm learning other ways. But at the moment, all, expressing myself is, is, an, is the only option for now. So I... I can't stop making shit and I'm not telling you to stop making shit but I'm just saying appreciate those who had dreams of grandeur dreams of being an artist and gave it all up for the human experience the people who work long hours every day everyone starts with a dream and not a lot of people get there so appreciate love them people and help them people but for me not expressing myself is not an option I'll choke on it <laughs> I'll choke if I don't and I'm guessing if you're listening to this, you will too. So the next best thing to being an artist is being a fucking human being. With your creations, you can add to the human experience. And instead of trying to be something bigger than life, you can be life itself. Unashamedly, you can be life. And this means creating about heartbreak, sadness, isolation, and everything that you, everything that may make people forget how great it is to be alive. Things that people perceive to be as negative, you can take those and you can be an alchemist and you can turn this gold into coins. You can use it to remind people how amazing it is to be alive every second. You can you can remind them of, of what it feels like to have electricity flowing through you at every second. You can you can just re keep reminding them, consistently reminding them, like, come on, there's more life. There's more life in all of this. It's all fruit. The fucking, your sadness is the most beautiful fruit ever. You have to just bite into it and see what's inside and taste it and let the juice drip down your face and just make a mess of it. Like really explore what it means to be alive. 
Um, <sighs> fucking hell, it's been a while since I tell like, since I've done this. This is you can tell by my fitness is is struggling. I'm getting out of breath and shit. Um, how far? How much have I spoke so far? Give me the time. Give me the time. Give me the twenty five minutes. That's a healthy amount of time. And if I speak for any longer, it's gonna get a little bit self indulgent. And plus, I I won't have anything to talk about next time. I want to do a podcast. Um, <laughs> so the overall goal. Um, give back. Help. Help people. If you're a musician, get out there and change perspectives on the negatives. One negative at a time. Eradicate them. Collaborate. Get out of the studio by yourself and make shit with your friends. Help them tell their story. If you've got a gift, if you can play guitar, if you can sing, if you can write songs. Get with somebody else who can do something else but can't necessarily do the things that you can do. Help them. And they will in turn help you. The best way to show somebody that you love them is to learn from them. You don't know it all. I don't know it all. I I know fucking less than 1% of it all. It feels like everything I learn makes me realise I, I don't know about 10 things. Um, collaborate. Help people. Fall in love. If you're depressed, the best way to cure depression, book a fucking plane ticket. If you don't have enough money, work a job. Until you can afford a plane ticket and then go find a job somewhere else. Get up. Do something. You're alive at every second. Death is chasing you. It's hot on your heels. It's coming for you. And you are too incredible to let it catch you until you're ready. (laughs) Safe. Follow. I'm nearly at a thousand followers. So follow on SoundCloud. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Instagram. I say this all the time, it feels like, but my DMs are always open. If you have a question about anything, I have been through a lot of shit. I have walked down roads and seen cars coming towards me and there's a voice in my head and it would say, just walk into that car. Like, it, just walk into it. It doesn't, just give up. I've walked down a road and there's been a ditch on the right-hand side of me and I can't stop looking at it because there's something in my head that tells me, just go and lie down in that ditch. Just fucking give up. Just die. Like, just get it over and done with. Like, give up. Surrender to it. And there's something inside of me that has kept me putting one foot in front of the other. It's given me feeling back in my legs and I'm taking one step and I'm following true north and I'm I am not stopping until I reach the stars so I've been through all of that shit so if you feel like you're in that place if you feel like you need help with something with anything if you fucking have an emotion that you want to put into a like anything that I can help you with just hit me up and I will help you as, yeah, I will. I was going to say, as long as it doesn't take too much time. But if it takes too much time and you're being selfish, let me spread my wings. Now I'm playing. Um, DMs open all the time. SoundCloud, Instagram, Twitter. I'll fucking open a P.O. box so you can fucking write if you are so inclined. But I'm here. I am of the people, for the people, and by the people, most definitely. Um, hit me up. Love everyone. Follow me. Um, and let's spread, the reason why it feels 
everyone's like, uh, well, people's like, oh, it's like a global awakening, you know, everyone's kind of opening up more, the age of Aquarius, everyone is getting a better understanding of uh, love and purpose and all of that shit, all of the stuff that's, that's that, that makes life good. The reason why there is that awakening is because it's the sharing of information. That's all that is. No one person can do this by themselves. No one person can change the world if they haven't seen the world. And I need to see the world literally and metaphorically. Like I I need to be shared around the world with this new found perspective and this new knowledge. I need to be shared around the world so that this awakening, this spiritual awakening, this holy awakening can continue. So, like I said, knowledge without action is pointless. So, in return for me putting myself out there like this um, on on the risk of sounding like I'm actually insane, but I'm not, I'm not pretty, well, yeah, let's not get into that. But, um, <laughs> fucking share the thing, man. Jesus Christ, that's what I'm trying to say. Share it. It's all love. Uh, more power to you all. More life to you all. More love to you all. Let's get this show back on the road. And let's fucking be life. Love it.